Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Thursday, June 8th, 2023. Stand up for your country. Uh, did you see the uh, press conference today, uh, Biden and the Prime Minister of Great Britain? If you did, <laughs> it was the most boring press conference I've ever seen in my life. And um, there's one soundbite I'm going to play for you a little bit later on, which epitomizes uh, the Biden administration. But uh, I, I was just stunned on how dull that thing was. Um, but that's not what we're going to lead with tonight. We're going to lead with Donald Trump continues to loom large over the USA. And that's about to get even more intense. And that is the subject of the Talking Points memo. So if you've heard all week, um, there will be a Trump indictment about him taking top secret documents from Washington down to his residence in Mar-a-Lago, Florida. All right, so I reported this on Tuesday. I think I was the first one to break it, that it was a fait accompli. Um, I don't know when exactly it's going to happen, but the, Donald Trump and his lawyers know it's inevitable. Now, there are two grand juries, so it's a little complicated. One is in D.C., all right, and one is in Miami. Uh, but I would assume the grand jury in Miami is hearing most of the Mar-a-Lago stuff. If Donald Trump is indicted, I say if, I believe he will be, but anything's possible, um, he will probably have to uh, go down to Miami at some point. The Justice Department will dictate. He's not going to be putting cuffs. It's not going to be a perp walk. not going to be any of that. All right. But it, it's a serious situation uh, for a former president to be up against this. Now, Trump himself, as we reported yesterday, the strategy is to attack the special counsel, Jack Smith. OK, um, and overnight, here's what Donald Trump put out on social media, quote, a top overzealous and dishonest DOJ prosecutor, that's Smith, offered a witness lawyer an important judgeship in the Biden administration if his client flips on President Trump, who has done nothing wrong. The highly respected lawyer was incensed and disgusted at this corrupt and illegal offer, unquote. So uh, this is an accusation, obviously a serious one, coming from former President Trump against the special prosecutor. Nobody knows, all right, about specifics in this case, but a couple of things are very apparent. There are two courts, the federal court, and in my opinion, they are after Trump. Okay, they're after him. And then there's a court of public opinion. Those are the folks who will decide who the next president's going to be. All right. So Donald Trump will benefit if these federal charges are flimsy. But he'll get hurt if the Justice Department can produce evidence that both you and I can see and is damning. Okay, now I don't know what that might be, but it's either or on that. If it's Alvin Bragg, Stormy Daniels, Trump will just rock it in the polls. It will assure him of the Republican nomination. If it's more than that, then we have to, as fair-minded people, examine what's being put forth. Now, here's what I said on News Nation with Chris Cuomo last night. Because I know Donald Trump as well as anybody knows him. There's nothing in it for him. 
He's always self-motivated. Donald Trump is always self-motivated. Whatever he does is to advance his own cause in life. I wrote a book on it, in the United States of Trump. I mean, he doesn't do anything in a vacuum. So for me, that is a key here. Why would he take knowingly classified documents to Florida for what reason? Didn't need to do that in any way, shape, or form. Now, I understand maybe he didn't want to cooperate with the Justice Department. Okay, but the initial act of moving the stuff physically out of Washington, he, it's not like Trump would sit in a chair and go over this stuff in a box. That would never happen in a million years. So that's my problem here. What motivated him if he did this? Because there's nothing in it for him but grief. It's just a valid question. I cannot answer that. Okay? So what about the special prosecutor investigating Joe Biden's illegal removing of classified documents as vice president? Have you heard anything about that? I have not. Now, this man, Robert Herr, like Ben, H-U-R, was appointed on January 12, 2023, this year. Have you heard one word about this guy or what he's doing? I haven't. Okay. I didn't, most people don't even know he exists. This is the press in America. So where is this? Where is he? Can we get an update of some kind? Doesn't take a lot to examine documents in a garage taken by a vice president. What is that? It's, it's June. I mean, you could do that a thousand times in this time, period of time. But we don't know anything about that. Nothing. But there is a special counsel looking into Joe Biden. And remember, a president is allowed possession of classified documents. A vice president is not. Okay? But when the National Archives asks the president to return those documents, under the law, he has to return the documents to the National Archives. Okay, are we there? Do we all understand this? I hope we do. Um, it's not a good story for this country. And that's a memo. Okay. Um, the House Oversight Committee uh, has canceled its contempt order against FBI Chief Christopher Wray because Wray folded. He's now going to let everybody on the Oversight Committee see the allegations by the whistleblower that Joe Biden took bribes. In his press conference today that I'll get to in a moment, Biden said the whole thing is, quote, malarkey. All right, what do you expect him to say? Yeah, I took bribes. Come on. Okay, so malarkey or not, the American people have a right to know if the FBI is actually investigating this or not, right? So Ray got pushed right up to the cliff before he folded. What does that tell you? Now, this agreement was made late yesterday, Wednesday. It's now Thursday. So anyway, I'm on this very closely. And um, I can tell you that Biden, the conversation inside the White House that nobody's privy to, is that Biden says, hey, if I took $5 million in bribes, and that's the number being banted around, where's the money? I don't know. 
But that's what Biden's saying. So, you know. All right. So there was a press conference uh, today. Uh, Rishi Sunak is the prime minister of Great Britain. He looks like a decent guy. I mean, I don't know him. Um, And they were up there um, answering questions about artificial intelligence and the economy and Ukraine. But it was boring. I can't even tell you how boring it was. I I was nodding out. It was 45 minutes late. That's Biden's schedule. He's always late. Always. Okay. And then when it got underway, I got one soundbite for you. It's wrong that the violence and hate crimes targeting LGBTQ people is rising. It's wrong that extreme officials are pushing hateful bills targeting transgender children, terrifying families, and criminalizing doctors. These are our kids. These are our neighbors. It's cruel and it's callous. So the Biden administration has made the gay community, the trans community, a central issue that conservatives are evil, DeSantis is evil, if they don't fully accept the teaching of six and seven-year-olds about gender issues, to use a cliche. That's what this is all about. My message of the day is about me teaching high school, protecting gay kids in that high school. It's on BillOReilly.com. I hope you read it. All right? But this has nothing to do with the trans indoctrination. Nothing. But the Biden administration sets up what they call straw men, straw, S-T-R-A-W. And that Biden is the protector of all minorities. Joe Biden is the most radical left president by far in U.S. history. He leaves Barack Obama in the dust. Biden says that women's rights are under assault if you and me don't support Abortion on demand for any reason, up until two minutes before birth. That's what Biden asserts, that we are persecuting women if we want any restrictions on abortion. Now he's saying that the gay community is being terrorized in a cruel way by conservatives and Republicans. It is true that gays and blacks and other minorities in this country have a harder time of it. But persecution, I don't see it. There's gay days now everywhere. This is gay month, June. Okay? In fact, the people who are persecuting are the militant gays the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. They're the persecutors. There are always going to be hate crimes. Okay? Always. And that's why we have federal legislation against them. But Biden sets up a phony, far-left, if you don't want militancy, if you don't want your seven-year-old to be subjected to indoctrination, about homosexuality and trans issues. If you oppose that, you're a bigot and a hater. And Biden's going to get you. That's what it's about. 
polarizing the country. George Soros' son, Alexander, shows up at the White House, okay, and he meets with Vice President Kamala Harris. And then Soros, 37 years old, posts the picture on Twitter. So this happened Tuesday of this week. So the Soros Foundation has donated $125 million to the Democratic Party in 2022, last year, $125 million. So there's why Kamala is meeting with him, the money. But you would think that the White House would have some idea of how vilified George Soros. You can't get further left than this man. He wants to disassemble the whole country. He's the architect of the open border. Soros. And there was Kamala going, oh, hi. <laughs> Bad air. Ooh. Went on my house. It was bad air was on my house. Canadian wildfires. I'm not gonna. You got it on your local news. It's all they're doing all day long. Is is bad air time? All right. 123 million people in America have been affected by this. More in Canada. It's more than 400 wildfires up in Canada. This happens every year, but this is a bad year, a worse year up there. And all the soot in the air, all the smoke is uh, drifted down to the northeast. Chaos in the airline industry. I mean, they don't need this. They, they can't get the planes off the ground anyway in nice weather. Now they got stuff in the air. It's a pain in the neck. I mean, it is. Um, but it's, and of course, Biden is global warming that did this. I, you know, was it global warming when the Iceland volcano erupted in Reykjavik and, and went all over Europe for a year? <laughs> was it? I don't, I'm just asking. It. I believe in global warming. I know the temperature's going up. I don't know why it's going up. I don't know. I don't know why the dinosaurs got wiped out. Some meteor hit them or something. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. But the left is say, oh, yeah, that's it. I, global warming. Smart Life, if you want to know uh, what the air quality is in your neighborhood, there's an app, Air Now, mobile app. Environmental Protection Agency has put it up. It's a federal government thing. All right, you enter your zip code, your city, and it tells you uh, how good the air is. Okay? Air Now app. As I said yesterday, ask an urchin. I couldn't possibly find it, but my urchins can find it, and they'll show it to me. Uh, DeSantis goes to the border, Governor DeSantis, down Arizona. And uh, this is a fascinating story. So DeSantis uh, is sending migrants who land in Florida all over the country. You know the Martha's Vineyard story. So recently, recently he sent three dozen migrants, and the state of Florida paid for their flight to California. Now, the migrants themselves have to sign a form and they sent us video, the Florida authorities. They read the form. It's in Espanol. All right. I have to sign it. I want to go to California free on the taxpayer's dime. They get on the private plane and they drop them off in Sacramento. Okay. So the governor of California doesn't like that because it costs California money to house and do everything for the migrants. So it's Newsom the governor of California, against DeSantis, the governor of Florida. Roll the tape. If human beings 
used as pawns for a guy's political advancement. That's pretty sad and pathetic. And, uh, and so I, I take this very seriously, and we mean business. And so Ron DeSantis should know that. And you can see why some people, when they're coming illegally, a place like California, they give benefits. They give unemployment checks. They do all that. And so you could see why some of those folks were interested um, in, in, in going that direction. So I, down the road, could see a DeSantis versus Newsom presidential race. I don't think it's going to happen in 24, but you couldn't get more opposite guys, which is actually good in a democracy. Uh, my, my take is that uh, Biden has caused immense pain for millions and millions of people by his irresponsible open border policy, which is the worst public policy decision I have ever seen in my 47 years of journalism. To let millions and millions of people in this country, unsupervised basically, it's costing every taxpayer a fortune. So New York City is suing 30 counties in New York State because New York City has thousands of foreign nationals. They have to pay for them. Same thing is going on in California. And they want to ship them out to the rural suburban counties. And the counties are going, no, we're not taking them. These are executive orders by the county executive. Suffolk County, where I have a home, the Suffolk County goes, we're not taking them. Don't bring them here. We're going to send them right back to New York City. So uh, the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, is suing, city suing all these counties. You see what a mess Biden has created? Oh, it's unbelievable. And the federal government kicked in $104 million, a lot of money, to New York City through FEMA to deal with the migrant crisis. That'll last about three or four months. Then they'll need another $100 million. Thank you, uh, President Biden. It's all your fault. One man did this. One man. Joe Biden. Havoc. Havoc. If you vote for Joe Biden again, I, I can't even imagine. All right, new poll by the Technometrica Institute of Policy and Politics, TIP, they call it. 1,358 adults. Here is a question. To what extent do you agree or disagree with the following statement? The U.S. military should be deployed to fight the Mexican cartels, stop them from smuggling fentanyl and other deadly drugs into the USA. Military, yes, 61%. Military, no, 29%. do not know anything, 11%. So I've said from the very beginning that uh, the president of the United States should declare the drug cartels and people smuggler cartels are the same in Mexico terrorist groups, and we just take care of them, okay? And 61% of them agree with me. And the others, they kind of don't even know, right? Social conservatism, all right, is at its highest level since 2012. Now, most of you didn't know that because the media is all left. That's all we're hearing is progressive stuff from the corporate media. But the folks, according to Gallup, who interviewed 1,011 adults, 
and ask them this question. Thinking about social issues, would you say your views on social issues are conservative, 38%, liberal, 29%. And this is the highest number in 11 years. Why? Because of the backlash. What we talked about up top, the trans stuff, the homeless, the irresponsible border, all of this, Americans are starting to get it. Progressive policies are destructive to you. They hurt you. That's what this poll indicates. Um, okay. Nike. Insane. So you remember Colin Kaepernick and the kneel down? Who uh, hired Kaepernick for millions of dollars? Nike. Now, they have announced for Pride Month, they're going to bring in a physician, Dr. Blair Peters of Oregon, to talk about how to do surgery, transgendered surgery. Nice hair, by the way, Doc. Good, good look. On kids. This guy does trans surgery on children, and he's being honored by Nike. Nike also plans on hosting family-friendly drag shows, all right, this summer. So Nike is basically in your face. And whenever you see the little swash on the uniforms, they're paying Nike. So it's basically, they're based in Beaverton, Oregon, right outside of Portland. Couldn't get more liberal. And it's like, hey, you don't like it? We're going we're gonna to do as much as we can to annoy you, all right? So you make your own decision about Nike. But their profit last year, okay, their gross, I should say. No, gross profit, profit, $22 billion for the sneakers and the other stuff they sell. They're doing pretty well. CEO is named John Donahue, Irish name, okay? 63 years old, there's John. Uh, I wonder if John's kids have had the trans operation. You know, maybe we should give him a call and say, hey, you have a boy or girl you want the uh, opposite of? Um, maybe this doctor could do it gratis for you, John. You're doing him a big favor, right? So this is horrible, terrible. But Biden likes it. Joe Biden, he's down with that. Scary. Um, but some in Congress think it's great. Remember the uh, Congressman Cori Bush? She's still in office. She's a member of the squad. Here's what she said. And so when you say I'm anti-woke, when you talk about wokeness, you're saying I'm anti-black and I don't want black people to speak up for themselves. I don't want equality and justice for black folks. So if you're not, if you're not down with woke, you're anti-black. You see? You see what this is? Same thing Biden's doing. So if you don't agree with all the trans stuff turning boys and girls into the opposite gender through surgery, if you don't agree with that, you're anti-black. Now, I'll submit to you that most African-Americans are appalled by this, absolutely appalled by it. But there's Cori Bush and the people in Missouri re-elect her. All right, travel, I, you know, and concierge membership on BillOReilly.com, and I hope you consider it because it will help you in every way, shape, or form. I get tons of letters about travel, and the concierge members are smart to ask me because I've been to 85 countries, 
and I, every state in the union, every major city, and I can tell you where to go, what to do, and save you an enormous amount of grief. Just that alone is worth concierge membership if you travel. So the U.S. State Department has come out yesterday and said, if you go to the Dominican Republic, uh, you better be careful. Violent crime, armed robbery, homicide, sexual assault uh, is running wild in Dominican Republic. All right. DR. Now, there's a lot of the high tone inclusive resorts in DR. You stay there. You're okay. You wander around Santa Domingo. You better watch it. Now, here are the other places that the State Department say you might not want to go. Denmark. Denmark. Tivoli Gardens. Why? Because terrorists have infiltrated into Denmark, according to the State Department. Ecuador, totally out of control. So if you're going to the Galapagos, you got to go through Ecuador. Totally out of control. Bolivia, drug cartels control it now. They got a uh, communist president there and he sold out to the drug cartels. Don't go to Bolivia. Peru, same kind. Guerrilla warfare down there, it's, it's crazy. Haiti, you know. Okay, you know. No cruise ships go to Haiti anymore. Way too dangerous. And finally, the island of Jamaica. Beautiful island. Been there five times. Love the water. Can't go. L.A. Times. So, I told you earlier this week or a few days ago. One of the big backers of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence that attacks Catholic churches and Christian icons, defiles them, is the LA Times. They love this group because the group raises money for AIDS, to combat AIDS. Now you can be a heinous hate group and still raise money to do good things. But the LA Times, because the LA Times is so radical left, it makes the New York Times look like a William Buckley publication. That's how far left they are. Well, they're laying off 13% of all their employees. <laughs> they're collapsing because even the people in LA, yeah, it's too much. This is too much. I mean, the, the LA Times supports the don't prosecute criminals. Set up your homeless tent in anybody's backyard you want. This is how far left this paper is. And now the uh, executive editor, Kevin Morita, says he has to lay off all these people because the economic climate and unique challenges of our industry is hurting the paper. The Wall Street Journal is not laying off anybody. Okay, just might know that. Catholic League. So I told you yesterday that the Catholic League would not send us the ad, radio ad they made uh, objecting to the Los Angeles Dodgers honoring the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. We asked nicely. I mean, my staff's so nice. They don't, they're not like me. So I, these are nice people. And, and the Catholic League wouldn't send it over. So I said, well, all right, you're not going to send it over. We're not going to 
help you. So anyway, they called and said, oh, no, 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 no. It was a technical glitch. We meant to send it. And I'm going to believe them. Because in a Catholic religion, if you lie, it's a sin. So they're Catholics and they, technical glitches happen all the time. We didn't get it. They tried to send it. But now we have it. So this is an ad running in Los Angeles on the radio station KABC. Go. The Catholic League for Religious and Civil Rights, the nation's largest Catholic civil rights organization, is asking Catholics not to attend the game at the Ravine on June 16th. This is when an anti-Catholic group, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, will be given an award. We're not asking Catholics to boycott all games, just this one. By doing so, we'll send an unmistakable message that bigotry against Catholics should not be tolerated. If attendance dips on June 16th, the entire league will take note. Please boycott this game. They won't, the attendance of the game will be, because the gay militants will come in. So even if the Catholics don't go. Now what should happen, the Catholic League should organize a little demonstration out in the parking lot. Okay, at Chavez Ravine. And see how many Catholics show up. I would predict not many. Catholic Church is not... I don't know how to really put this, but they, they're not proactive. They're on the defense all the time. But there was a Catholic ad, a Catholic League ad. I would not have used that voiceover woman. I would have used a more authoritative, not to say she was bad, but you need to get, the voice needs to connote a sense of urgency here. This day in history, June 8th, 1968. This is a fascinating story, so stay with me here. Uh, James Earl Ray, uh, who confessed to uh, assassinating Martin Luther King Jr. on March 10th, 1969, he escaped the United States and traveled to London, where he was caught 55 years ago today, all right, June 8th, 1968. Now, James Earl Ray was a low-life creep. He had no money. Yet he went from Memphis to Canada to London with phony passports. Who paid for that? Wasn't James Earl Ray. He's a creep. He didn't have any money. We don't know who paid for that. So they got him in London. They brought him back to the USA. They put him on trial. He pled guilty. They sentenced him to 99 years in a federal penitentiary. As soon as he got to the penitentiary, he said, I didn't do it. And there are members of the King family that believe Ray didn't shoot him. Not me. I think Ray assassinated Martin Luther King. But he had help. A lot of help. So I get letters all the time. Why don't you write Killing King about the assassination of Martin Luther King? I can't write the book because the documents about James Earl Ray are classified. And they will not be released to the year 2027. And even then, I don't think they're going to put them out. The federal government's going to hold them back, like they've held back some JFK documents. The federal government knows who financed Ray. I can guarantee you they know. And the Brits know, too. But they don't want to tell the public what the story was because it would inflame African Americans. That's what this is all about. Ray taken into custody 55 years ago today. Back with mail and a uh, final thought. 
um, that I know, I know you're going to want to hear. All right, let's get to the mail. Dave Wolf, Carmichael, California. When CNN first debuted under the ownership of Ted Turner, weren't they just a straight 24-hour news service? I'm asking if you know when both CNN and other networks started their collective left-wing narrative, when Fox News uh, became successful. All of these people saw how much money Fox News made by having opinion in prime time. Hello, that's me. Okay. So when CNN saw that, and we were kicking Larry King's butt, Larry King was a big ratings getter for them. I beat him, I think it was two years it took me to beat him because we didn't have the distribution, but I crushed him. When they saw that, they go, oh, okay, Fox News conservative, we'll go liberal. That's when it turned. Good question, Dave. Uh, Mark from West Virginia. I have to agree with you on the CNN boss being fired because he gave Trump airtime. O'Reilly, the underlying issue is freedom of speech. I've said many times that the progressive left is a well-oiled machine, vicious and relentless. Their intention is to silence dissenters. Absolutely. Totalitarian left does not want any dissent. Bob Walker, Bentonville, Arkansas. Your talking points memo on Wednesday was correct. No spin. The far left hit squad is very coordinated. However, I think for the first time, the right may have been coordinated in bringing down Anheuser-Busch and Target. No, that wasn't folks. That wasn't a coordinated campaign. That was just the folks hearing about it and going, no, I got to do it. John, Bill, you inform your viewers that the far left media cabal mobilized in a well-coordinated manner to assassinate Chris Lick per Saul Alinsky's playbook. Do we know who the coordinator is? Um, Interesting question, John. The New York Times is the main nexus, but they don't order people or suggest. It's just that everybody goes in to see what they're putting out. All right. There are people in D.C. that coordinate the messaging. They're on K Street. I've mentioned a few of their, but they change a lot. And since I've been exposing them, they've really gone underground. Comes out of D.C., the messaging. Phil Morganello, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. If a candidate is completely serious about winning the president's nomination, they'll have to sling mud. When Trump is indicted, do you believe that all the candidates will pile on him? No. And I'll tell you why. Any Republican candidate has to get the MAGA vote to win. If Trump's not in the race, they can't assassinate Trump because the MAGA people won't vote for them. That, so I don't believe there'll be a pile on. Janet, concierge member. Thank you, Janet. You have any travel questions, Janet? I'm, I'm here for you. Mike Pence hasn't got a chance in hell. No Trump supporter would support Pence. That might be a mistake. Pence did the right thing. Um, under the Constitution in the January 6th situation. Um, And he could run the country, in my opinion. Charles, the premium subscription to BillOReilly.com has been a great investment for me. Your report on the Biden administration's claim that illegal entry was down 70% by migrants was a great example of value you provide. Just a real cap. Um, the government saying the migrant intrusions are down 70 percent, but they're not telling you that they're waving people in who apply for asylum on the Internet tens of thousands every day. 
because that's not an encounter. And that's what we report and no one else does. Mary Jane, concierge member, I've seen people texting in cars while the wheels are rolling. Bad enough when you're texting while stopped at a light. Can't tell you how many times I had to toot my horn because the person in front of me did not see the light change. Yeah, we all know. Very dangerous, no doubt about it. Mark Jagger, Barngott, New Jersey. Just received my Team Normal polo shirt. I love it. I'm going to order two more. White for my wife and myself. Team Normal gear. You'll love it this summer. BillOReilly.com store has it. Okay. Sandra McFarland, so far I've read Killing Legends, Killing Lincoln, Killing Kennedy, Killing the Rising Sun, now Killing Patton. What great books. Thank you. You're welcome. Killing the Witches. Next one up. It's the 13th in the Killing series, out September 26th. Um, okay, let's get to the final thought. And Killing the Legends still selling very well, by the way. That's the one out now. Um, so, Father's Day, go to BillOReilly.com store, get Dad great gifts. We have discounts on the Killing books, tremendous discounts on them. Go there, please. Um, and word of the day, do not be a quid nunk. Q-U-I-D-N-U. NC. Weird word. Quid nunk. Back with the final thought in a moment. So next week, I will not be here. I'll be in Ireland, in Donegal, the only county I have not visited on that island. Okay? It's a father-son's trip. I got 12, six fathers and their urchins or, you know, something like that. We're all going. I'm using my guys, Cons Ireland. Con is C-O-N-N. I always use them. They're the best. We're going up to Donegal. Then we're going to Belfast. We're going to show everybody where I was reporting the troubles. Then we're going down to the Marion Hotel. I always stay there in Dublin. Um, it's a great seven-day trip. But I will every day do a journal on the message of the day on BillOReilly.com, where I am, what I'm doing. So that's for everybody. You don't have to be a premium or anything like that. Just go to BillOReilly.com every morning. Bang, it'll be there. Okay, and then I'm, you know, checking in. Anything big happens, and you're going to see. I'll be tweeting because my staff and I are going to be in contact all the time. I can never really go on a vacation. I always have to be involved in the news flow, but that's okay. But anyway, why do I? I like my tenth time in Ireland because of the legacy and your legacy, my legacy and your legacy. You ought to know where you came from, how you got here. It's important for my family and my kids to know, and they know. I mean, the O'Reilly family got booted off their farm in County Cavan by the crown. The English crown stole the land, okay? And two 16-year-old boys put on a death ship in Galway. Death ship means they had to throw the people who died on a ship into the ocean, and they landed in Brooklyn by themselves, okay? What a story. And I should be angry with London. I mean, that's a grievance, of course. But I'm 92% Irish, according to the uh, PBS show Finding Your Roots. I'm very proud of that. You should be proud of your ethnicity, no matter what you are. And find out about as much as you can about it. It's fascinating. So we're going to Ireland. I will complete my seeing it all there. We're going to have a great time. Love those Irish breakfasts, and I will report every day about what we're doing. Thank you for watching and listening the No Spin News. And by the way, we'll have all kinds of special stuff 
so you can watch and listen. My staff has put together great specials each night next week that are going to be very entertaining and informative. We'll see you on the 19th of June.